Hey everybody, welcome to AfterBuzz TV's after show for HBO's new miniseries, The Night Of. Tonight we're talking part one, The Beach. It's gripping, it's dark, we're loving it. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I love the oh, intro it's so, so much. Good. You feel the suspense it's building so right now. Yes. So, so good. Thank you guys so much for tuning in again here to After Buzz TV. We're talking about HBO's new miniseries, The Night Of. This is the season premiere or the series premiere yeah, since yeah. it's a miniseries. So crazy. So good. Definitely exceeded my expectations, really, yes. but we'll get into that. Before we get into all of that, I'm your host, Miera Jennings, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miera Jennings, and I am joined by these two lovely ladies that make up my panel tonight. Let's introduce yes. ourselves. Hey, guys. I'm Abby Vega. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Abby Vega. And I'm at Joel Monique everywhere, and right now I'm on the YouTube Twitter feed, so um, tune in, tell us what's up, how yeah. you feel about the show. Ask questions. We're here. It's, it was a lot to take in. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, so much. so much to talk about. Yeah, definitely a powerful series premiere. Yeah, so it was it's perfectly done. Um, but before we get started, I guess there's we should go over the background a little bit. So it's going to be an eight part miniseries, and it's based on a 2008 BBC miniseries called Criminal Justice. I don't know if you guys have seen that one. Have you? I have not. I haven't either. I thought about watching it, but I didn't want to spoil. Yeah, I get worried about stuff like this. Yeah, I, I don't want anything to be ruined mm-hmm. because you can tell it's going to be one that just keeps you on your toes. So I don't want any spoilers. Absolutely not. But I will say that I did read up on the reviews of that series and everything was really spectacular, which made me more excited for this one. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah definitely. Right? I mean, there's a long history of taking shows from the BBC uh, and bringing them to America and doing wonderful things. House of Cards is another really mm. good example. Um, yeah. So I'm excited. It, it seems like there's a lot of love and care put into crafting this show. Yes, definitely. I Actually, I think I read that the pilot was filmed maybe three years ago. Good lord! So it's taken a while to come to fruition, but they've definitely been working on it for a while, yeah. which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so first of all, do, are you guys happy that this is a miniseries instead of a long-running series? Because I feel like it's a growing trend for these types of dark, you know, this dark content to be incorporated into miniseries rather than these long-term series, which I'm actually happy about personally because I like that it ends quickly and it's not dragged on, but what do you guys That's- think? That's... That's what I was saying is I I love sometimes shows drag on too long because Mm -hmm. they're popular, people like them, so they try to do too much with it. So I think it's nice sometimes to have a mini-series and... I guarantee, though, by the end of it, because it seems like it's going to be one I really, really love, yeah. I'm going to be like, no, it's it's all over now. But I think it's a smart choice. I feel like miniseries, I, I like them a lot. Mm. And if it was going to be this stressful, it's probably good that it's only going to be <laughs> one season. Because right? this whole time, my heart was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the finite endings are really solid, and I think you can tell a more poignant story. And I like this kind of medium between film and television that we're getting now with these long-form stories, but that are kind of wrapped up with a nice bow, Mm. so I think it's going to be a good one. I absolutely agree. Now, I guess we can just jump in, because there's so much to talk about. I don't want to run out of time. (laughs) So, we are introduced to our main character, Nazir, and his nickname is Naz, which is pretty cool. So, we're in New York, and first of all, I, I think I already, or actually, I didn't mention this, but in the BBC version, the character was white. 
and now he's a Pakistani American. So I was wondering if you guys thought this added more. I mean, it just made it more dynamic as far as the storyline because we are talking about, you know, it it does touch on social relations and racial relations. I think it certainly makes it more timely Mm -hmm. as far as talking about racial profiling. And then you have, like, a very diverse group of cops, which I was really excited to see because it's New York City. And so it should be diverse, which is, you know, in TV land, we don't get a lot of diverse versions of New York. So I was really excited to see that. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see how they decided to take that because I mean obviously they've already touched on racism um, Mm. and once they get into the court and they start doing the profiling of him as a person um, and especially the community which it seems he's so very tight knit with um, I think that's when there'll be a lot more conversation about that kind of topic about racism and and how we deal with it especially in our criminal justice system. Yeah Mm. I think it's it's good that they, I like that they did that because it's touching on a subject that is so relevant and, mm-hmm. you know, everywhere kind of right now. And so I think it'll really spark conversations, like deep, good conversations about this show. So I really, really like that they, they're doing that. Me too. Yeah, especially, I feel like Islamophobia is unfortunately a really gro- a big growing trend, especially right now mm-hmm. and with the current election coming mm-hmm. up and with Donald Trump and all that stuff. So I feel like, like you said, it's very timely and, and it's very relevant. So I'm glad that they went in that direction. Um, but moving on, so we see that Nas is a tutor. He's very smart and he's tutoring a basketball player at his school and he gets invited to a party which is pretty cool. I'm already in love with Nas's character. I think he's so cute <laughs> and charming and that math lesson at the beginning tells us he's clearly like, very smart. Yeah. But maybe not. School-wise. Yeah. <laughs> he does not know how to evade murder charges, but he will yeah. teach you math. He will I think, get it done. I think that's why I like, I like how they did that. They didn't spend too much time on him kind of as a tutor and stuff, but I'm glad they introduced that and showed interactions with his community and stuff because I feel like it makes you see what kind of person he is so then when further things happen... Mm-hmm you have more of a emotional like connection to him almost like you feel for him and so i thought that was very important how they included that stuff yeah absolutely we see that he's very family oriented he comes from a seemingly traditional pakistani family and background so they're obviously very close which definitely is going to affect the rest of the series because I'm already heartbroken for them, but we'll get into that. So, yeah, his friend bails on him, which sucks. And obviously, he's so excited to go to the party. I would be, too, if I never really went out. Yeah, you can tell he uh, doesn't have much of a social scene. (laughs) Yeah, and all the basketball stars, and he was invited by, like, the nice Nice basketball player, and he was like, hell yeah, I'm gonna go hang out for, like, the first time and unsupervised and with the cool kids, so... I was excited for him getting ready, practicing his like smooth talk outside like, of his apartment. It, practicing introducing himself. I'm like, that is so adorable. It is so cute. So what did you guys think about him making the decision to steal that taxi oh to take his God. dad's taxi? I mean, obviously it leads to bad things, but at the time it's I feel like that's a very that's a thing that kids would do. Mm. It's totally a thing that kids would do. I have two problems. One, you live in New York, which is one of the most easy to access public uh, transportation <laughs> systems. So true. You just hop on the subway, son. Like, it's right there. You have to steal your dad. And especially after we find out that his dad shares the cab. Right. Other that, that, well, when like, you find that out, it's like a little more like, come on. You put a lot of people in jeopardy here by taking this cab. On the other hand, it's definitely something like you know, just out of high school, like maybe freshman, yeah. sophomore of college, you're like, it'll be fine, I'll be back in a few hours, I have to go to this party, it's the most important thing, so. Yeah, and you totally feel for him, because like we said, you can tell he doesn't get out much, mm-hmm. and he was so excited, and I feel like any person who was that yeah. excited would totally 
it's it's one of those things where you you kind of know that you, you obviously know you, what you're doing is wrong, but it's just you have your mind yeah. set on what you want to do. So. I'm sure we've all been there yeah, before. Yeah, we can relate to it. <laughs> we can definitely yeah. relate. <laughs> so he takes out the cab and he's headed to the party. Some people try to hop in. He's like, no, I'm off duty. He doesn't even know how to operate the light, which is he poor guy. I know. And uh, finally, our girl Andrea... Is it Andrea or Andrea? I don't remember. I didn't even know that they said her I'm going to say Andrea. Yeah, Andrea sounds right. She hops in, and he is just smitten, and he can't turn her away. And I'm like, man, this is the end of everything, guys. (laughs) Your life is down the drain because of this. we were talking a little bit as we were watching the episode of this, like, kind of film noir style she Mm. has about her. Like, we only see her in the rear view, and we can only kind of see parts of her face. We don't really get a full picture of her until they're walking down the street once they're out of her cabin. She gives off a very, like, this girl is no good kind oh, of vibe. Oh, my gosh, yes. Like, yeah. I don't want to, like, you know, pigeonhole her mm-hmm. <laughs> into anything. And clearly, something has gone down. But that whole, she's just so creepy and speaks in riddles and is like, I'm just too sexy. <laughs> I yeah. was immediately worried for Nasir. I was like, you need to get away from this chick. <laughs> I guess. way too much for you. Yeah, that's yeah. why it's so... <laughs> It's so weird because the way she was acting, she wasn't very personable or anything. Mm -hmm. So it kind of makes you think why, what is making him even want to stay with her? But then that kind of ties back to them showing kind of how he is socially and how he doesn't have that many interactions with, like, beautiful girls. Mm -hmm. So at this point, I think he was just holding on to that. Like, whoa, she wants to, you know, be in here. I'm going to take this opportunity because she's definitely not personable or someone you're like, Ooh, yeah, you're cool. We're Let's having a great out. conversation right now. I think that, mis- that air of mystery was really well, attractive yeah. to him. He's like this really hot girl who's mysterious and I don't understand. The man of pixie dream girl kind of, yeah. you yeah. know, situation. Um, and I mean, at least she was kind of like asking questions a little bit later, like trying to get to yeah. know a little bit, but even that was... She's just shady. It's weird. So that's my next question. What's the deal with Andrea? And <laughs> do you think it even matters? Do you think we're just supposed to take it for what it is? Or do you think her background will come into play later on in the storyline? I think it totally will. Absolutely. You think it will? I feel like it has to. I feel like whatever led her to get in that cab, I felt something happened earlier in the night. You know, I think I think it's all a big thing that's going to slowly unfold and she we're going to ro- learn more. Yeah, she rolled straight into that cab and, like, didn't want to get out. And then we have this whole thing of, like, I can't be alone tonight, which mm. obviously could be, like, an emotional thing, but I got the sense of, tonight. like, if there's yes. a guy here with me, I'll be a little bit safer kind of situation. Right. If I have a friend and somebody can witness, yeah. then I'll be protected. It definitely feels like she was running away from something and then hiding far too much about herself personally to to not have a bigger impact later. Right. Yeah. And she also did make that comment, uh, don't you wish you could transport yourself somewhere else? Like, if something bad happens, you could just be somewhere yeah. else. I'm like, hmm, what did you get into <laughs> yeah, I, tonight? I, she's... I'm very, very excited to learn more about her because in regards to that, too, I, I 100% don't think that that was just her apartment. Yeah. Um... And so just little things. I think that there's some weird relationship that was happening with her. Mm. Um, that, that With a character that we haven't, or maybe we have been introduced to. Mm-hmm. And so, I, But I definitely think her background is going to be a huge part of it. Yeah, I hope so. Because as I was watching this, I've seen so many other shows of this, this genre, and they introduce characters in ways that make you want to know more, and they never give it to oh my you. Gosh, so if I'm they like, don't, please, don't do this to you're us. You're making me nervous now. If they don't, if, if I'm just thinking right. that this is going to happen, and then nothing, I'd be like so upset. Yeah, but we'll I, I mean, mm, 
We'll see. It could go either way. Yeah. But I mean, there's still a lot hopeful. of characters and things to break exactly. down. Exactly. Um, but I'm hoping we get the courtroom drama, which is, I think, probably when we'll start to learn more about her as a person. Yeah. Is when they start doing character profiles. Yeah. And she was such a good student. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bringing in witnesses and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So they go to the river. They go to the gas station, which had some key points. The guy mm-hmm. driving the hearse saw them, and so maybe he'll come into play later on. But didn't he also give you a weird, creepy vibe? As did far he? As, to oh, me, like, 100%. Yeah. The guy did? Oh, yeah. gosh, yeah. Not, not in I a necessarily a predatory way, but in a, like, do you know more uh, like than you're dark, saying? Uh, just just in, like, uh, uh, like American gothics, like, if you have, like, a long black car and then a suit, and then you don't speak a lot, you tend to be this kind of shadowy figure around. So just based off those aspects, not really anything that we saw, but just his demeanor and the way he was dressed, gave me a feeling of, like, what do you know? Do you well, know, you guys, <laughs> did you notice, too, he had a American flag pin on his suit? Did he? And I noticed that, and it kind of made me think he's some sort of government person. Mm. Hmm. I, I didn't notice <gasps> it at first, so but maybe he she's was on the run or something. I don't know. I got the vibe. I That's don't know. I just I noticed that like the second time around watching, and to me, they they like panned across it. And an American flag is like a weird thing to have on your suit. So it, to me, it seemed like it was kind of showing that he's. I hmm. think he's going to come back into play. Oh, absolutely. That's he, interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't 100%. Know that. I'm definitely going to put a little star. They like, <laughs> yeah, that they, like, paid way too much attention to him, because even Nas, when he gets in the car, he's like, what's that guy's deal? And she's like, who cares? But to me, there was, he had So some, maybe they know each other already? Or, yeah, or he just has some significance. I don't know exactly mm-hmm. where it's going to come into play, but I picked up I that I mean, vibe. even that line of, do you want to be my next passenger, to me was like... Okay. Creeper. Yeah. Creep alert. Yeah, so I, I we'll see him, I think, again. But hmm. I can maybe be, see it being a thing where we don't see him again till like, the very end. Or There were a couple characters in this that I that think are going to pick up later. Yeah, that would be interesting if he did. Because I definitely did note his his persona, but I don't know his significance yet. So we'll, we'll see about that one. Um, so they end up going back to her place. And they come across these two guys who are making racist comments to Nas, which really sucks. But it brings up this question that I had, um, because we do see a lot of different characters make these racist remarks to him. And I was wondering if you guys thought it was realistic or if it was a little bit of overkill, because we did. I mean, I tried to write them all down, but we have Captain Bubba, Towelhead, Cheech and Chong. He was like... Do you see national security? So I personally thought they were over exaggerating it just to push the point that this is about racial profiling and about Islamophobia and and that whole aspect of racism. Um, But I don't know if in real life it would have been so like this, 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 this. I don't know, personally. Yeah. But I want to know like what you guys New think. Yeah. To me, it felt like You New think York. so? Yeah. It's just kind of the, like the hard edge, like... Um, I'm from Chicago where we self-segregate by community Mm -hmm. and I feel like there's a lot of that like snide under your breath kind of comment making Um, and especially like with the Cheech and Chong comment it felt like less racist and more like just a cop being like just being mm -hmm. pushing buttons and stuff so I don't know it, it didn't really hit me as overkill but maybe? I don't know I really get it yeah it it didn't really hit me as overkill either but yeah I mean you definitely notice and I think that the big part of this show and yeah. choosing that to be, I don't know, they want to call attention to it mm-hmm. and and make a statement about it, but like I said, I mean I guess unless you're you know, that 
race, you wouldn't exactly. know if it's overkill or not yeah. unless it's happening to you. So I, I guess I'm not as... I don't know if I can give yeah. like an uh, actual yeah. guess of if that's overkill or not. But to me, I didn't th- watch it think, oh my gosh, they're doing a little too much. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good, but... Yeah, no, I think definitely, it, it definitely sticks to the storyline mm-hmm. and the theme and I think it's necessary for people, like you said, maybe people who never encounter this type yeah. of thing, to be able to realize what's happening and write it into their own minds while they're watching. Yeah. So I totally get it. I was just wondering if it was natural, but I mean, hey, everybody's going to have a different experience. Exactly. So you're, you're completely right. Um, so they interact with these two guys, and as they go inside, I don't know, I really want to bring this up because I noticed this. The friend Staring. Yeah, what's the deal? Do you think that'll come into yeah. play? Oh, absolutely. 100%. We even mentioned he covers for him later. Yeah. And they asked the dude uh, who was being raised, is like, uh, you know, were you who with- else were you with? And he was like, I was just by myself. And I'm yeah. like, okay, strong, silent type who's yeah. just chilling in the background. I... I have so many questions about that guy. Like my initial instinct was maybe he was Muslim too, and they were having like a moment where he was like sizing this dude up and being like, you know, I see you. I I don't know. It it he is a question mark. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was really weird to me. Um, to me, I didn't know if maybe he had an issue that this this guy maybe he has an issue with um, Muslims Mm. and. Was ha- was pissed that like he this girl was with him and he got this beautiful girl because maybe he's seen her around. I don't know. There was some sort of evil, yeah, there in was, his eye or like or like it just, was weird. It was very weird. I'm. It's I don't I don't I guess I don't know enough about him or what. So I'm so curious to how he's going to come into play, but I definitely think he'll come into play. Yeah, I got a dark vibe from Same. him too. And then the fact that Trevor, who, who's the other guy, came back alone mm-hmm. later on that morning to ask, you know, in the crime scene, and that guy was gone. I'm like, where did he go? Why did he lie? Just like you said. Yeah. Weird. There's just so, there's so I mean, much like that. To me, there's like, the other part of me goes, like, if I were to say some dumb stuff early in the morning, I'm <laughs> like, you know, and the cops are like, you need to come with us. The last thing I do is invoke the name of a friend and bring them into any of this drama. Who's there too? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I, I think my natural inclination would be to be like, "Yeah, nope, just me. Please don't rope any of my friends into this. I don't need them harking on me for the end of eternity for being brought into a police station." Mm-hmm. So, it could be that, but there was definitely something That's behind his eyes of like, no, like yeah. I was. Just, it made me uncomfortable. I was like, "What is your plan? What do you know?" Did you come back to get revenge? But then why not kill that guy? So many questions. Yeah, that's the thing is, is it could totally just be a guy covering for his friend. And I would think that if it wasn't for that long look that they mm-hmm. they showed, they yeah. made a point to mm-hmm. show that. And they could be trying to throw you off. I don't know, but they I definitely know. made a point of it. It's definitely a testament to the excellent writing of the series because yeah. we are just going to question everybody Everyone. we come across which is perfect um, so they go inside they're doing a little drinking they're doing a little drugs they're doing the little <laughs> a little roulette game oh with gosh. the hands and I'm like okay so this is very interesting to me I read so many reviews about this episode I basically found nothing but positive yeah. remarks mm-hmm. but the only critiques that I found were this scene oh, this really? one scene people were like I just don't get it why why would he be going after this girl who wants to like do things like this. Well, Why at, this point, gotta, at this point, it's got to be the drugs, and and he's never. So had you this think ex- it's just the drugs? Because I was reading some of the comments, and I'm like, that's an interesting point. Like maybe this would be the time to feel kind of uncomfortable, or See, do you think he's just too far I in? I also think okay, with the mix of drugs, that already you're going to be like in a whole different 
Mm-hmm. But to him, like we said, they show that you can tell he was so excited to go to this party. He made it a point to steal a cab to get there. He was going by himself. Mm-hmm. This this guy, this kid doesn't get out much. Yeah. He has this gorgeous girl who is somewhat interested in him. And I think it's the mystery, you know? Yeah. He, he's wondering. She clearly is intimate him at this point. She wants to hang out with him. And I think that's what kind of draws him and want, makes him stay. That's, that's a Well, good I think point. it's a combination of things. Like, he's young and you feel invincible at that mm-hmm. age. And I think he's definitely aching for, like, independent experiences. Like, when you grow up in a strict household and you don't get to go out and explore much and you have this opportunity and everyone's like, just join in. It'll be fun. Like, you want to be a part of that moment. And so I definitely think it was that. And then mix the fact in that he took E at the river. So let's say it takes yeah. him half an hour to get back to her place. You become in a very suggestible mood at that point. And then to mix Coke and liquor. And, you know, this is only the second girl he slept with. Like, it's just a whole bunch of emotions yeah. and mm-hmm. mind-altering substances that... Yeah, I mean, I can see, like, I don't want to be the loser guy who didn't want to do the blow with her. Yeah. Like, it's just Coke. Like, what's going to happen? I'll be fine. Yeah. It's never just Coke. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I, I think I was stuck on the fact that he's a smart kid. He comes from a great family. Like, at some point, you got to make a good decision. But, hey, if you never get a chance to ha- to live a little, then you can definitely be headed down the wrong path. So, yeah. I, I, mean, I get what you guys are saying. didn't end in murder, he'd have a great <laughs> right, story. Great. <laughs> like, he's one of his friends, like, I'm so glad you didn't even come yesterday. You won't believe it. Landed this hot chick, tried some new drugs, had a good time, got if laid. Only, it's only. also, like, a nice point. I like sometimes when stories show this, that you know, this kid is very smart. He is in school, great family, but he is capable of making yeah. bad decisions. He can, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sometimes characters are either just strictly super good or like, but it's nice to show yeah. that there are different dynamics and, and he's a good kid. So, but he can still make stupid decisions sure. like anyone else can. So you're I, right. you're right. I don't know. There's definitely multifaceted characters and he is definitely the most dynamic and it's sad it's scary I love it I love it all Um, so they ended up you know going to have sex and he's obviously so consumed in that moment and then we have the climax of the whole episode when he wakes up he goes upstairs to gather his things he's like man I need to go home like what a great night and she's just all bloody and dead on the bed yeah that was the scene that set off everything well and also too before they went up to have sex it's they they make very strong notes of his hand placement. Mm-hmm. You know, at this point, she had already cut her hand, so her blood's on him mm-hmm. regardless. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there are just all these different things to show that he could very much look guilty without of actually do- mm-hmm. doing it. I don't know. They they filmed that really well. Mm-hmm. They made a point to show, like, his DNA is gonna be everywhere. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you guys have watched the Serial podcast at all. No, um, no. So season one um, covers a story that is eerily similar to this. Really? Just in that, like, the facts could lead you in multiple directions, but it seems like maybe this guy? Um, so Anand Saeed is who the first season of Serial is about, and his lawyer was talking about, he's like, the most unhelpful people are innocent people. They have no... They didn't try to cover up their tracks because they didn't do anything. Mm. They can't remember where they were because they were just going about their day. Yeah. And I feel like we've definitely fallen into that territory of, oh, yeah. you know, why not just go along with the plan and, like, your handprint is on the banister and on the knife and then you took the knife and the coke. Why did you take the coke? Who was that right. for? And that Who was... That yeah, there? that was my next question. So, as he's panicking and, wow, 
that scene is amazing, by the way, oh, because so I feel his panic. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I gotta get out of here. I'm not even there. Um, but he takes the coke and he takes the knife. And so that's my next question. Why do you think he did that? So I started thinking, do you think somewhere in the back of his mind, he may feel like maybe he did it and he just doesn't remember? Or do you think he just freaked out? Okay, I, I definitely think that. I think since he's usually not this big party drug person, mm-hmm. that in his head, I'm sure that kind of freaks him out thinking, oh my gosh, I don't remember from yeah. this time to this time. Like, is this something I could have done? But I think a lot of it was freaking out, too. I think he looked over there and... Yeah, you want to like shake him. Decision. It's just, yeah, yeah, it's just I think it's him. Like you said, you can feel his panic. I got like this. Like I've watched a few episodes of CSI, and I know that I have to take some of the things out of the house, or they're going to find me. Kind of mind state, and like taking the knife probably in your best interest. Your fingerprints are all over it. Her blood is on it. Not a lot of it, but enough that it would be admissible in court. Like you could, you know get caught on that. But to take the Coke is what confused me the most. I'm Why do you... You, you don't need it. I don't and I don't think it incriminates you to just have it there, because she poured it out for you. Which I just didn't understand taking that. I don't either. But, and, and, but the knife made sense to me. Yeah, and then also, when he's getting searched, the Coke... She doesn't even find the Coke. So I don't... Yeah, I don't no, know if that's even just like... I don't know if that was just like a thing to show that he just didn't. It want. might be in the car though, because he had oh, taken the knife maybe. out of his pocket at one point and oh, put yeah. it on the dash. That's true. So they're and they're gonna go back and search the cab now. So there yeah. might be coke in the car. Yeah. So I'm which... curious if, it, if it's gonna be a big thing. I couldn't yeah. tell. Man, if oh, it man. I don't know. But. I don't know. So he flees the scene and he ends up being pulled over for a traffic violation, mm. which is like, dang, I would be. Wetting my pants right now. An like, illegal oh turn, no less. An oh illegal turn. And side note, I said this, and I could be just overthinking, but that guy on the motorcycle. Do you think he'll come into play later? Yes. Yes. Mm. I see, and I felt like he was just a psych out. Like, the all black, it's very creepy. And, like, it, it might be, but it felt more like one of those moments of, like, everyone's watching me. Everyone knows it what I did. Be. I have yeah. to get out of here. And and then to see someone just so faceless and not know, like, it felt like such a, a psych-out moment. If it did come back, though, I do get strong conspiracy feelings, though, and I'd be really excited if it did come back and be <laughs> yeah, like, oh that my was god, him. it was him. The scene too. Too. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it could, I, it just, to me, there's a lot of attention put on that, like, weird interaction where he's mm-hmm. like, this guy's looking at me, like, and it could totally be a psych-out, but... I got weird feelings know, about him. I know. That that will be interesting if he does come into play later on. But anyway, so they decide to take him in their cop car and go to, you know, the the scene that they just mm-hmm. got a call from, which happens to be the house he just left. This and I'm awful. sure he's having a heart attack. Asking the most inappropriate questions. <laughs> what street is this? Don't he's just anything. so green and, like, nervous. Oh. It makes me really sad. Um, but that was my question. I think personally, honestly... At that point, I would just say, hey, I was here. Help me out. Like, because think about the torture he's going through internally to sit there for who even knows how long, maybe an hour or two. It had to have been. Sit there and watch them go in and out of this house. And you don't know what they know. You don't know if they think you were involved. Like, it it just must have been torture. See, and I'd be singing the Megan Trainor song. Like, my (laughs) name is no. Like, my name is lawyer. Yeah. Get me one right now. I'm not saying anything (laughs) at all until I have my lawyer. Because at this point, you have to know you're screwed. Like, you're in a police car with the knife. You're at the scene of the crime. Like, the neighbor is it like he didn't see the neighbor but 
you should just just not say anything. It was bad. That was so hard. It was hard. And yeah. it's funny because I was telling you, saying this before, but right now I feel so bad because he's just so nervous. But I'm like, if he turns out to do it, I'm going to not feel bad. But he just seems genuinely so panicked and freaked out and confused. Yeah. Just a lot of emotions. of innocence. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's so, it's crazy. If he's fooling us, it's a great performance. Oh, yes. It's amazing. It really is. <laughs> that is. That would be such an amazing twist, but who who knows? Honestly. Who knows? So they end up uh, just really the detective sends him to the precinct or whatever. They're like, just get him out of here. He's been waiting long enough. And he probably thinks he's home free, which is kind of more sad. Oh, yeah. Because he's like, okay, now I gotta sit in the station, then I can maybe go home. It's like, man, come on, come on. Um, but, you know, they end up keeping him there. They come back, the two officers, which, what were her, what was her name? Her name was Kathy, Kathy Wiggins. And, and the other officer. Yes. They come back to the station, and they're going over the information with the other officer <laughs> while they're trying to release Nas. And things just add up for Cassie the, because she's searching him. She's like, when he left in his cap. We that, picked him up right around the corner from there. That moment where her face went, like, I was like, oh, and, and he knew. He's like, oh, huge. no. It seemed to coincide right as she tapped the knife on his side too. She was like, oh, oh, gosh. And just so and, that feeling of being trapped that we've had so long because he's trapped inside the cop car and then he keeps trying to leave the station and he can't quite get the timing right mm-hmm. there and then to be like pressed up against the police desk being searched with them like retelling the evidence right next to him I was like you have to get out like, yeah. you know, I just never felt so bad for a person before right like, and plus so as he pulls the knife yeah. out he's describing oh. the murder weapon and I was like Whoa. But, but what, like we said, I I think a, another knife's coming into play. Right. Well, That's just like you said, yeah. if he wouldn't have picked up that knife, he would be home free probably. Probably not forever, but at least for a while. And he yeah. can talk to his parents and, and everything else. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sad moment. He gets, you know, snagged for that. And the detectives talks to him, and he doesn't even ask for a lawyer, which is killing me. No, the whole it's time. It's killing like, me. Like, you've never seen an episode of Law and Order, know your rights. <laughs> know your Just rights. know your basic rights. Like, you don't have to, like, oh, to look bad for a jury. A jury won't care when, yeah. when you spoke. They just care about what your final testimony is. D- get a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And the whole... That's all, another thing that just shows his innocence. He... He gen- I don't know. And the way they shot that, I thought it was really cool and, like, beautifully done. I don't know. The way that they had, like, the mug shots and stuff, they mm-hmm. really were making him look like a criminal. Mm-hmm. It was which so I, it was, uncomfortable. Yes, it really was. And, um, yeah, I don't know. That's I think that's the point, though, about him with, like, the lawyer thing is he... It's an innocence thing. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't think... At this point, I think he's saying, there's no way I did this. Like, that's not yeah. me. And so he's thinking, I'm fine. Like, if I just tell the truth, you know, that'll yeah. get me, that'll set me free. But he's not putting together all the DNA and stuff that they have on him. Mm-hmm. So I don't even think that crosses his mind. Yeah. And I think, like you said earlier, Joel, sometimes, just from the detective's perspective, if the evidence is all there, maybe you're not even interested in finding out if someone else did it or if he's innocent because you already have so many pieces to to snag him for it. And mm-hmm. I tell you, the Serial Podcast answers so many of these questions. They yeah. talk about how it's not a police's job to find the right suspect. Police's job to put the evidence mm-hmm. together and find a suspect. And then the lawyer's job is to determine whether they're guilty or not in a court of law. So they're just excited. They look at checking up. We yeah, did our right. job, it's guys. Like a textbook, we are done. Exactly. Like, this crime is so scene. easy. Yeah. yeah. This is so the easy. Clearly, like, he is an easy suspect. It's 
you know, mm-hmm. all the stuff's adding up. But yeah. Which is the only reason that I'm probably 90% sure that it wasn't him because it's just too clean right now. But I don't know. We really don't know because he doesn't no remember idea. and we don't know. Yeah. And we open up a complete, like, we don't even see him go downstairs. Like, how he got anywhere yeah, after they had sex is a complete mystery. What were you doing down there? Did you just pass out getting a glass of water? Like, <laughs> I, wow. Wow. And then to be so. left alone completely. I'm wondering, you have to wonder if there is another killer. Were they walking around like, oh, score. <laughs> like, Yo, he's just going to take man. the ball and I'm out. Maybe. Yeah, it's there's so many questions, and I love shows like this mm-hmm. where they do that, where it's so s- written so smartly. It's just great. Mm-hmm. I love it. Now, so just taking two steps back really quick, why do you guys think he didn't go through with the phone call to his house when he was sitting there waiting? Oh, when he no ignored fear? it? Because if I had to call my dad and be like, so not only did I steal your car, <laughs> but I also might be a suspect in a murder case. Yeah. Not sure. Might be uh. able to get out. I would totally take the road of, like, let me see if I just get myself out of here before I have to confess yeah. all that. I just want to get the cab back and go back to my life. I really, like he said earlier, like, he just has no concept of what is coming because of all the things that happened last night. Like, he's probably still foggy from the drugs. Yeah, that's so true. He did so much. It's and still dark out. not like, done mm-hmm. anything before. Like, it's six in the morning by the time we end, um, so it's a been a night. whole <laughs> event. Um, so I, I just... Poor kid. I know. <laughs> he just up me up a river. He Stop really him. is. So later on, he gets to call his dad, and he talks to him, and, you know, he says, this is the situation. His dad runs outside, and there's no cab, and you said... Maybe that same cat that Andrew- it looks like the same orange tabby that cat. That cat is fast, making really it from like, like the city to wherever Nazlas. I want to hear for the vans, but I really feel like that was the same yeah. tabby cat crossing paths. There's a, a weird American Gothic mystic kind of feel to the show. Mm-hmm. So less than what we got in True Detective, which is so bogged down, based off its area, it's in Louisiana, so you get more of that. But I feel like we don't get a lot of kind of. Um, these magical old tales in New York, mm-hmm. but it's a really old city, so it's got some of that feel yeah. to it, and I'm excited that they're exploring that as an option of these kind of mystic, mystic figures vibes, in the background. Yeah. It's really cool. And also, I forgot to mention, what did you guys think about the lawyer, Jack Stone? He's a pretty cool guy. Yeah, he's really cool. Obviously, he didn't know what he was getting himself into oh. initially, which is probably the most entertaining part, because now we get to see his journey <laughs> as a lawyer in this homicide case, you know, so it'll be interesting. Which he still technically doesn't have to take on, which I think is why I find him really fascinating, Mm -hmm. because at first you see the kid, and he's like, why is this kid even in Mm -hmm. here? Let me just go ask him a few questions. Poor kid's got himself. He cut a girl. They don't even give him the full story, and he's like, cut a girl? Okay. That seems weird. Not that kid. And he goes in to find out, like, it's murder, Uh. and then the emphasis on it being Detective Box's case, and how this is clearly going to be an issue, because that guy's got vendettas and scores to settle. Um, i really excited to see where they go. Like, even the whole, like, eczema on the foot thing yeah. was, like, a really great character trait mm-hmm. of him being like, I don't even care. I don't have time for appearances or what other people think. I'm here to get innocent people out. Um, it seems like it's a really big heart, and I'm, I'm excited to see what this case does to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's going to yeah. be rough. It was a super cool character. I can tell I'm going to really like yeah, him. Yeah, I was really excited when he came into the storyline because I'm like... A little bit of relief. He's shaking know, things and, up. And yeah. it was so sad, though, when he's like, please tell me that they didn't tell you your rights or <laughs> tell me <laughs> something, that they did something wrong. Oh, and he's man. like, I, I can't tell you. They 
they didn't do anything wrong. So. Oh my gosh, I I don't know, guys. So we're we're left with that. What is going to happen as they continue this investigation? What will they find? Did I miss anything? Oh well, another thing that I thought it was it's an, they did it for a reason is they showed the camera views when he was going through, mm-hmm. right. and they did it again with the cop car when he got pulled over. And I felt like there was some sort of significance to showing, you know, the this is getting filmed right yeah. now. I don't know what it was because when they pulled him over the second time, like they didn't do anything wrong, mm-hmm. but they made a point to show it. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, it makes well, me think it's going to come back into play somehow. There's definitely going to be a clear path of where he went and what he did that night and when yeah. he had her. And I mean, it'll be interesting even to see the police officers that came earlier when he had his sign on, what they have to say. That's what I thought was interesting. I wrote that down, too, because to me, it makes him look like he could have had some weird planned out night because he made it a point to lie to them saying, oh, it's my first week. At that point, he could have just said, you know, I took my dad's cab. Mm -hmm. What are they going to do? You know, they're not going to get him in trouble for taking his dad's cab. But he made a point to lie, which I think that they're going to remember. And now that he's a suspect, it looks weird that he's lying about that little thing that he didn't have to lie about. And then he asked for directions to a place that are far and away from where he actually ended up. And another thing, too, is at that point, he was complaining to the cops that the guys wouldn't get out of his car, Mm. but then he ends up taking Taking the girl. girl, Yes. So it seems like there was some sort of plan or thing. So I think that's going to come back to play. It will. It will. We will leave it at that for this episode. Excellent premiere. I'm oh, I, yes. so I can't wait till next week, but let's get into some predictions what? right now. See oh what gosh. we think is headed our oh way. Gosh. So much. <laughs> All right, guys. So I have two specific questions for this premiere. Who do you think committed the murder? So we're just going to take some guesses. I'm going to write them down. And then on the finale, we're going to see if any of us were right. Okay? <laughs> okay. So that's the first one. And then the second one, will Nas be found guilty or innocent? So. I I see him being, this is just obviously just a prediction. But yeah. I think that regardless if he's innocent or not, they're going to have enough evidence on him and no evidence directly on someone else. He will be found guilty even though I think that we'll figure out maybe that he isn't guilty. Okay. And it, that's going to be really frustrating yeah. and hard to watch because definitely with different shows like now um, where they show these innocent people mm. being convicted yeah. and like things coming out later that shows that they're innocent, I can see a show maybe doing that. Yeah. Um, so I think that, and in regards to who commit commit the murder, I, I think that it's someone that we don't know yet. I think that... Okay. She had some weird relationship going on with someone. I like I said, I don't think that she lived in that place by herself. It just seemed really weird and nice, and they play, paid attention to it. Um, oh, another thing that I want to make a prediction about. I feel like that deer that they zoomed in on had a camera. I think she was scared. Uh, they zoomed in on that deer head like a couple different times for a did. long I period of time. Too. And in my head, I was thinking. This girl maybe was into some bad stuff. She knew someone was out. She put a camera in there. Oh man! I, I don't know why I thought no, that, but that see, I don't cool. agree with but you. And I'm wondering if she even knew if there was a camera in there. I get the feeling they talk about her dad. They make a point about how he's not there and how he was a good father, but she doesn't go into a lot of details. And she's very much the mysterious mm-hmm. woman. I think she might have some mob connections. She's got a lot of money. She lives on the Upper West Side in a house by herself. Her dad's gone. There's no mention of a mother or what she does. 
it it all seems very fishy to me, and I think oh, maybe she needed to go for a lot of reasons. Yes. Now, uh, is not <laughs> going to be convicted. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to be hopeful and just to be different and say no. Okay. That, that Mr. Lawyer, who is just going to do his damnedest and make miracles happen <laughs> and get this kid off, um, that's my hope. I'm just going to go with my hope. Okay. I'm going to say... That I'm totally, completely <laughs> left field. I'm going to say the neighbors knows more. I'm going to say the neighbor is involved yeah. somehow. Maybe he didn't do it, but maybe he sent somebody in. Who knows? I'm just going to say the neighbor because no one else did. <laughs> I was actually going to call attention, though. I think the neighbor's kind of fishy, too. He does have a fishy, He like, did. He had something weird. And, you know, the way, I know that like, the glass, but he was he was r- right there at his window, like, right when the glass, like, I don't know. He was already Like, up. he was there. He, I felt like he was watching all night. Like, I don't think it was just, you know <laughs> maybe, what I mean? Maybe, maybe. Like, I don't know. I, I agree, though. The neighbors, something's weird with I'm, th- I'm just gonna throw the neighbor out there, and then I'm gonna say that he's going to take some kind of plea deal. Ooh, oh, interesting. Even if he didn't do it. I'm just going to say that. that because I keep seeing this this recurring trend about plea deals and stuff like that and different shows and books and all that. So that's what I'm going to say. Okay. That would be an interesting turn of events. Like all right. Well, we have our predictions. Let's talk yeah. about news and reviews and what we've yeah. been seeing so far about the show. Uh, so, I mean, it has 94% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, which is awesome. I do check Rotten Tomatoes often. Yeah. I, I trust their opinion most of the time, so I think that's great. Um, they call the show, or they say, The Night Of is a richly crafted, exquisitely performed mystery that will keep viewers enthralled and leave them devastated, which makes me so yeah. nervous and just so excited. Um, what else do we have? So, The Wrap reported that the first episode, which... Uh, screened early on HBO mm-hmm. was viewed 1.5 million times already between Good June Lord. 24th and July 5th. That's crazy. Which is a record um, for a sampled program across HBO On Demand, HBO Go, and HBO Now. It also made the night of the second most watched asset on HBO's platforms that weekend behind only Game of Thrones finale. That's huge. Which Amazing. is huge because Game of Thrones clearly has been on for years. Mm-hmm. Huge fan base. So the fact that it was right under that is incredible. Yeah. We also have deciders saying that the night of it's coming on the heels of Making a Murderer, The People vs. O.J. Simpson, American Crime Story, Serial, American Crime, Fargo, True Detective, and Broadchurch. It's a brave new world for crime where we can expect the detectives, lawyers, and reporters on the case to solve nothing but reveal all. <sighs> Which... Has got me so on edge because I don't really I hate like it's a hate love thing when yeah. you're watching TV and you're like no 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 yeah yeah yes. <laughs> and that makes me really nervous about the like whether or not they're even going to tell us what happened that night you know I, are they going to pull an American crime on us and I, just not even tell us what happened and, and we're just supposed to follow the investigation I will Woo, hate that ladies I'm, I'm like glad this is the point where I'm glad it's a mini series because we only have to wait mm-hmm. seven more weeks to mm-hmm. you know have a conclusion but it, it, I'm already so invested oh, so and into so, it yeah. so I'm so excited excellent premiere well like Abby said seven more weeks 
Week one checked off the list. It was a great start to the series. And thank you guys so much for tuning in to this premiere of HBO's new miniseries, The Night Of. We all enjoyed it. We hope you guys did. Please comment below and let us know what you think about the characters and the storyline and your predictions. We'd love to bring them up on the show yes. next week. And like, give us a thumbs up if you liked what you saw. Um, thanks for listening on SoundCloud. And also, please keep the conversation going with us on Twitter. We love yes. to talk about these shows all week long, <laughs> Not just tonight. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miera Jennings. Thanks, guys. And you can find me, Abby Vega, on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Abby Vega. You can find me, Joelle Monique, everywhere at Joelle Monique. And this week on Black Girl Nerds, reviewing the new Ghostbusters and very soon the new Star Trek. Cool. And we'll see you guys next Sunday. Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 